0: Hello and welcome to the breaking into business podcast with Melissa Ellis. I'm your host, Melissa Ellis. I'm so happy you are here today to talk about the things we had to break out of in order to break into the businesses, tech companies, athletic achievements, success that we are looking for in our lives. So thank you very, very much to be here today. I want to talk about your customer base whether you are a business owner or you're a service provider or a tech co-founder, you are probably listening to this company, this company, you're probably listening to this podcast because you have some kind of company that you either own or you're trying to grow. And so current customer base, whether you have people who have actually booked with you or purchased from you or you just have names on your email list, you have relationships, you have leads that you have gathered These are people that, like, this is a list of people that you want to be nurturing. And let's talk about why. So oftentimes in my consulting company, Spa Strong, which I own with my husband, Royal, we see service providers or spa owners or beauty professionals who are like, I have, I have to get more new clients. I'm just not booked enough. I need more clients. We're like, okay, cool. So how many clients do you have in your database? And they're like, oh, I don't know, like a thousand. <laughs> and we're like, really? And how many active clients do you have? And they're like, oh, I don't know, like 60. Like, wait a second. You're searching everywhere for like new clients, but you have a thousand people in your database or hundreds of people in your database that have already booked with you at least one time before they trusted you enough to have some kind of service from you or purchase some kind of product from you. Like there was some kind of monetary exchange, which re- requires trust, but they never came back. What is what's going on? And a lot of times it's because they just, they don't know how to nurture those client relationships to turn one-time clients into lifetime clients, which is So important if you want a sustainable business, like even inside of our consulting company, the majority of our business is repeat business. I mean, yes, we sign brand new clients every week and every month, but we have so many people who are rebooking with us because what we do works. And we try really, really hard to provide excellent customer service and give people a reason to want to come back. We're identifying their pain points, We're offering them solutions, we're giving them results, right? So, with your patient base or client base or customer base that you have now, what are you doing to nurture those relationships and encourage them to come back? So, let's say, for example, you are a dentist and you have a client come in and you do a teeth cleaning on them. And then after the cleaning, you're like, okay, great, let's see you back in six months. And then you walk away and your team takes them out and, you know, they're supposed to rebook with the front desk receptionist. And let's say that the client doesn't end up actually booking. They're like, well, I don't know my calendar, you know, six months from now, so I'll just book later. Well, what are you doing to ensure that they are actually booking? Or what what are you and, and your team doing to ensure that they're actually booking? So do you do a follow up call with them 24 to 72 hours to check on how they're doing since their prece- their teeth cleaning procedure but also to see if they've had a chance to look at their calendar to get them on the books are you sending reminders 3 months and 5 months out are you reaching out to them directly if they're coming up on the 6 month mark but you're still not seeing them on the calendar if you realize oh it's been 6 months 7 months 8 months 9 months a year and i haven't seen this person Do you just assume that they must not want to come back or are you reaching out to them or having somebody on your team reach out to them directly to personally invite them to come back to you? You know what I'm saying? Like So often, again, going back to this rat race, this hamster wheel, just constantly looking for brand new clients when there's a wealth of clients or customers, buyers sitting right there who would do business with you if you just reminded them to do business with you or let them know that you want to solve their problems or you have something more to offer them. So often another thing that I see is people saying, well, this particular buyer, this customer is already getting X with me. So I can't offer them Y because they're already getting X. But would Y also solve a problem, solve the same, help solve the same problem or solve a different problem? then why wouldn't you offer it? Like so often, I think that people feel like sales are rude when really it's problem solving. Like if you're doing ethical sales, then all you're doing is solving problems for people. You're not forcing them to buy snake oil. You're not offending them because you're trying to get them to buy something that they don't need and they don't want and that isn't going to benefit them. You're inviting them to take action against the problem that they have that they want a solution to. They came to you in the first place because they have a problem that they thought maybe you could solve. So why would you just solve one problem when they probably have several different problems that you could solve? I'm thinking about all of this because today I had a call with a client earlier on and she had come up short on her goal for the month of November and I, um, I wanted to push her a little bit. And so she has this really great new package that she's offering and it's a relatively high ticket package. And so I told her, all right, I want you to make at least, gosh, it wasn't, it was like, it it ended up being like $1,700 more that she needed to make between now and the end of the month. Today's the 28th. So she was fully booked today and then she had all day Tuesday she was fully booked and then she had some openings on Wednesday. So I said, you know what? I want you to talk to every client about you know, the new package that you're offering. But then I also want you to think of the client base that you currently have, the ones that would benefit directly from this package. And I want you to reach out to them directly and invite them to purchase the package and get them in for their first appointment for Wednesday. And so she was like, I don't know. And I said, you have this whole database of clients that already trust you. So rather than just focusing all of your attention on trying to get new clients who don't know you yet to come in and spend this kind of money, which it's possible, don't get me wrong, but there's low hanging fruit that's a much easier sale. And so reach out to the clients who already like, know, and trust you and, uh, get them to purchase this package before the end of the month. So you can still reach your revenue goal. And she, again, she was a little bit nervous about it, but, and she tried to set an even lower goal, but I was like, no, we're, we're going for X amount. So all she needed was like an additional $1,700 to reach this goal. And so she just messaged a little bit ago. I'm so proud of her. She messaged a little bit ago and she was like, I couldn't wait to tell you guys, I know it's late, but I reached out to the past clients or the the clients like Melissa told me to, and I sold two packages, $2,400. That's just the package sales. That's not even the services that she did with her regularly scheduled clients today. And she still has regularly scheduled clients for tomorrow and Wednesday. And I'm pretty sure she's going to want to reach out to more people to be able to sell more of these packages. And if she hadn't been willing to reach out to the client base that she already had, it would have been a lot harder for her to get that $2,400 today, right? So the benefits, and I know I keep talking about trust. Your past clients, as long as they had a positive experience with you or they are having a positive experience with you, then they trust you. They trust that you're somebody who's going to solve that problem for them. They trust that you're somebody who is going to have their best interest in mind. They trust that you are going to recommend solutions that actually work and you're not just trying to get your next commission check off of them, right? Trust is so important in increasing sales because a new client, if you have somebody who doesn't know you at all, that is just brand new, maybe they came across your your Google ad or they saw you on Instagram and they're like, sure, I'll give this company a shot. So they book with you or they make a purchase from you. They're a brand new client is only five to 20% likely to make a sales recommend, like purchase a sales recommendation. Whereas a a client who already has been booking with you or purchasing from you, they are 60 plus percent likely to purchase a sales recommendation. (laughs) Okay. Uh, that's significant. That's a big difference to go from five to 20% to 60% plus. I mean, That's a big deal. So again, do not forget about the clients or the customers that you already have. If you're not nurturing that group of of names, then I highly encourage that you start because I want you to be wildly successful. I want you to bless so many people's lives with whatever it is that you're offering. I want you to feel extremely confident in um, what it is that you do and in the business that you're providing or the service that you're providing. And when you have bookings coming in, that gives you an opportunity to create results in people's lives. And when you see the benefit of what you're offering, how it's benefiting their lives, then that's going to make you feel more validated. That's going to make you feel more fulfilled. That's going to help light some more flame underneath you to get more sales or to reach out to more past clients and help more people improve their lives, right? So who are you not reaching out to? Who in your database are you not nurturing? Past clients, past buyers, past um, partners. I mean, I don't know, but this past list or even the current clients that you have that maybe you just have a new offer or you are you have a new product or a new service that they could benefit from. Provide excellent customer service by reaching out to them first. Hey I know at your last teeth cleaning appointment you mentioned that you're a little insecure about some of the stains on your teeth and I wanted to let you know that we are now offering this incredible new teeth whitening service. I know that it is going to absolutely transform your smile. Let's get you booked for that. Do you have mornings or afternoons more open this week? She already said that she has this pain point, like don't just solve the problem of cleaning the teeth, solve the problem of improving the overall appearance of the teeth by teeth whitening or Invisalign or, you know, veneers or whatever it is that you offer. Like think outside of the box. Just because the customer or the patient came in looking for one particular service doesn't mean that that's the only service that they're going to benefit from. Now, I this is I'm going into a whole sales rabbit hole, so we're going to stop on that. But my point is nurture the current and past clients that you have. Don't just forget about them as soon as they book with you or buy from you once. And then go on this constant, never ending hunt for new clients. You're gonna make more sales if you continue, if you turn one time clients into lifetime clients. And you turn them into lifetime clients by continuing to reach out to them, continuing to offer them solutions to their problems, continuing to provide excellent customer service for them. So I would love to hear your thoughts on this. If you have any experience with, nurturing your current and past client list. If you have personal experience with something similar to what my client did this morning, I would love to hear about it. If you have questions about what should I say? Hey, I I do this. I offer this. This is kind of what my main problem solving has been, but how can I recommend to my clients to come over and try this new service or this new product? I'd love to brainstorm that with you. So please leave a comment or send me a DM on Instagram at Melissa Ellis. Of course that is Melissa without the apostrophe. So that will be at M L I S A E L L I S. I would love to hear your thoughts on this. And I would love to hear if you start reaching out to your current and past clients and inviting them to come back to you or making new service or product recommendations to them. I'd love to hear what kind of success you have in closing those sales. So please reach out. I would absolutely love to chat about this with you. Thank you for being here for this episode today, and I will see you in the next one.